0: Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide podcast with Stephen Fenwick. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading once again. Tech Guide. Well, without a doubt, the biggest tech story of the week. Tech Guide. It's a very competitive market, the smartphone market. Keeping you updated and educated. This is a device that combines a tablet... A laptop and a sketch pad. This is the Tech Guide podcast. This is the future. Wireless earphones. Tech Guide. What you see is what you get. Quality is obvious. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennec. Tech Guide, episode 306. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and always educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. First-time listeners, we're glad you found us and we hope you enjoy the program. My name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Kmart stops selling DVDs and is this the beginning of the end for physical media? And Vodafone has simplified its NBN plans and offered an interesting new feature. In the Tech Guide interview, we're going to chat with OPPO Executive Director Michael Tran about the R15 Pro and the highly anticipated Find X smartphones. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to check out the world's smallest device to help sleep apnea sufferers. We're also going to talk about the latest Dyson vacuum challenger and the phone holder for your car that can also charge your device wirelessly. And we'll wrap it up with your questions in the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi Fi products, and also Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. A huge show, so we're going to get right into it. Well, Kmart uh, has made an interesting decision and pretty obvious to shoppers who have been in the store lately. Uh, they've gotten gotten rid, they had a massive clearance sale of all their DVDs and Blu-ray discs. Kmart sold 95% DVDs. Very, very uh, rarely did they have a lot of Blu-ray discs in there, uh, only for the the big releases. But their DVDs and the Blu-rays are going, gone, gone all sold, never to be stocked in the store again. They will no longer sell DVDs. So the anyone who's been in the store would have seen uh, these massive clearance sales. I, I did notice uh, that if you had, there were some copies of Star Wars The Last Jedi on Blu-ray, you could have bought that last week for $17.50, which is pretty good. At uh, JB Hi-Fi, that same movie is $40, so less than half price. Other DVD titles, including some recent releases, were as cheap as $3. The the Kmart near my place here at uh, Westfield at East Gardens, I've seen that the space that was occupied by rows and rows of DVDs has now been replaced by, would you believe, rows and rows of books. So you can't really say that Kmart is getting rid of one dying product and using that space for something else. Uh, According to the forums and people's comments on social media, Kmart is apparently going to use the space for uh, kids' products, homeware products, not so at East Garden. So uh, the argument of whether is, is Kmart's decision to get rid of DVDs their way of telling us that the end is nigh for physical media are we is that their message to customers that physical media thing of the past streaming is the future uh, there there's some interesting reactions on social media a, a, lot, a lot against some for the move a lot of people were, were commenting on uh, they were saying that streaming is the future get over the get over it dvds are, are old technology uh, but others were were saying that uh, that they, they still were interested in buying DVDs. Uh, and one one person commented, Kmart should leave the DVDs alone. Not fair. Uh, Shame on you, Kmart, said someone on Twitter. You've lost a customer. So there, there are people who still are fans of DVDs. Now, let's be clear. According to the Australian Home Entertainment Distributors Association, physical packaged entertainment, in other words, DVDs, Blu-rays, 4K media for that matter, is still worth more than $800 million per year in Australia. So don't think this is going to disappear overnight. So it's still nearly a billion dollar industry in Australia. And this is despite the fact that 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 figure is taking into account that sales of discs have dropped 11% year on year. The reason for that's pretty obvious, we've got Netflix, we've got Stan, we've got Foxtel now, we've got all these ways we can stream content now. But not So not everyone is maybe buying as many DVDs as they did. Some people may be not buying any more DVDs uh, today. Uh, so is this the case? Do you think that the end of the line, is this the end of the line for physical media? Now, in, I'll, I'll use myself as an example here. I, I am a massive movie fan. I've got a collection of Blu-ray discs, 4K discs. Don't really have many DVDs anymore. Uh, that's standard definition, we've got to remember. So I'm a, I'm a HD and 4K guy now, and I'm even at the point now where I won't even buy Blu-ray disc anymore. I will only buy a movie. Uh, if I don't own it on Blu-ray, I'll buy it only on 4K. And, I'll, I, yeah, I do watch a lot of 4K content on Netflix, but it isn't the same as watching it on a disc Netflix does a great job in streaming 4K, HDR, all of that. But for purists like myself, like I've gone to the trouble of building a home theater in my house. I have a dedicated room to watch movies and I've obviously got some pretty decent equipment in there. I want the best possible quality to showcase that equipment. I can play this at high quality. I want to do so. Streaming is good, but disc is better and the reason for that is the 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 bit rate of a 4K movie on Netflix let's use that as the example is far lower than the bit rate that's that's sort of the amount of data that's being fed into into your system so the more the higher the bit rate the better the picture quality the smoother sharper better the picture quality now other people who are not as fanatical as myself may think what the hell it doesn't matter to me and that's fine That's their choice. It's like you choose to to buy a $10 bottle of wine or you choose to buy a $50 bottle of wine. That's totally your call. If you appreciate the wine even more, that $50 bottle of wine is what you go for. In my case, uh, I don't drink, but I'm using the wine as the example. But in my case... I would go for the disc at, at, all the time. And it always be my first choice because that gives me a better experience. I would notice the difference. So better bitrate, it's also a repeatable experience. That's what I love about having a disc. It's going to play in the highest quality all the time. Netflix, you're at the mercy of your internet connection. There's so many other factors that could in, interfere with that experience. So that's why I'm a disc guy. 4K disc, full HD, I don't mind on on Netflix. It's it's pretty good quality, really good quality, as a matter of fact. But I would still prefer a Blu-ray disc because my equipment, so my 4K player and my 4K projector, upscale that a lot better than they do Netflix. So it looks better to me. So I'd still go with Blu-ray. If I had a choice of streaming a movie or watching it on Blu-ray disc, I would choose the Blu-ray disc every day of the week. Better quality picture, and uh it 's the the bit rate is is there so but but i 'm not everybody i 'm an ex- i 'm in the minority here there 's a lot of people who look at the picture and go yep yeah, it 's okay, and they don 't care but i 'm not one of those guys so in in for me i 'll always buy four k discs if they 're available uh, I, that'd be my, uh, that'd be my choice every time, but for other people, this may be the time where they they 've got to step off and say right well dvd i can 't buy a out anymore." I might as well stream. But we did have one interesting voice bite. I'm going to play it now. Uh, a, a, an interesting take on this whole on this whole situation. Have a listen to this. G'day, Stephen. How are you going? Uh, Tony Thompson. Yeah, I think uh, it's a bit of a dodgy thing because the elderly people who don't know how to use the internet are going to struggle. So I think it's pretty bad. So that's a really interesting take on that whole situation, which is you, you, you think about it, that, that he's Tony's hit the nail on the head there because there are some people who they're not into streaming. They might not know how to do it. They may not have enough data to do it. So they, they prefer to have this choice where it doesn't cost them any data. It's really easy to open a player, put it in, press play, and the movie's there. It's easy for a customer to do that. So really good point there from Tony. He used VoiceBite, by the way, to supply that to that little comment. So appreciate that one, Tony. Shout out to you. Uh, and anyone else, I am sharing our, our recording facility. The record button is now present on the Tech Guide website. You can click on it in the banner on the homepage and also down the side in any of the stories. I also share that on social media. So you are now able to record there and then uh, about what we... I, I sent that out on social media earlier today and uh, for people to click on the record button in the post to be able to record a comment. And uh, good to see that Tony jumped at the chance to join us there. It's an interesting debate and one that's not going to go away anytime soon. I'm hoping that DVDs and Blu-rays, especially Blu-rays and 4K, uh, are around for a long time. But in the meantime, uh, you've still got Big W, Target, JB Hi-Fi, still plenty of places to buy DVDs and and Blu-ray discs and 4K. So don't panic every, anyone that you still can get that physical media. Kmart's decision is an interesting one. Whether other, other stores, other retailers will follow in their footsteps, well, will, time will tell. I hope they don't because there's still quite a market for that. I'm sure the studios will agree with me that there is still plenty of product to sell in physical format into the future. If you want to read more about that story, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. All right, well, Vodafone uh, is becoming a bigger player on the NBN front. Vodafone, as we know, is a telco. I'm a Vodafone mobile customer, uh, but they are also an internet service provider for the NBN. And they've they've had some pretty aggressive uh, approaches to the NBN, some aggressive plans, aggressive advertising to get customers on board. Um, Earlier this year, we had an offer where, Customers would get Netflix free for a year. There's also the possibility and still the possibility of you, you, you buy their, the Vodafone TV box, similar to Telstra TV, so you can access Netflix and other 4K content. Uh, well, the latest move for the NBN from Vodafone, uh, there's a few new features as well as some simplified plans. Simplified month-to-month plans. Vodafone taking a similar approach as it does with its mobile plans here. So they're offering uh, customers to sign up to the NBN but not have to sign a long-term contract. So they're they're happy for you to try to to be a month-to-month customer. So rather than locking you in with a contract, uh, they decided, look, let's cut out all the confusion, make every plan month-to-month. Other ISPs don't allow this. If you want to go month-to-month, say, on TPG, they're going to charge you 99 bucks up front for your modem. Same deal for Optus. They charge 200 bucks up front. Telstra, $435 up front. That's if you want to go month-to-month. If you want to sign up to a 24-month contract, they waive those charges. But... If you sign up to a 24-month contract and your NBN connection is rubbish, then you're stuck with a rubbish connection for two years. So with the month-to-month connection, at least you can try the service. And if you're happy, then commit to a 24-month if you want. Or in Vodafone's case, you just float along on that month-to-month. And rather than paying an upfront fee, you just pay $5 a month for the modem, which is a fair deal. Their plans start... At uh, at $64 a month, and that's the 25 megabits per second. They've got a 50 megabits per second tier and also a 100 megabits per second tier. And guess what? If you're a Vodafone mobile customer, you get $10 off per month, which is pretty handy. So uh, an incentive there... For mobile customers to sign up to the Vodafone Nbn service, ten bucks off your monthly bill that 's one hundred and twenty bucks a year that's that's your that 's your Netflix sorted for the year almost two hundred and forty over two two years so that 's pretty handy discount as well. The other feature they 've unveiled, and this is an interesting one it 's about your landline because when you sign up to the nbn that you 've got to make a decision about your landline as well so one big thing that customers need to do is decide, do I keep my landline? Do I get rid of it? What do I do? Well, Vodafone offers you, offers you the option of keeping your landline number without actually having a landline. So you don't you can have a home phone number, but not actually have a home phone. So what they do, and this is only available too if you're a Vodafone mobile customer, so they can give you this, uh, this feature. So they divert your home phone number. So you port it to Vodafone, they then, if you do receive calls on that particular number, they divert that to your mobile. So you can answer your home calls without actually having a physical landline using this new mobile landline feature. Really handy. Uh, you know, we make most of our calls in our mobiles anyway. So if you can have your landline as another line to your mobile, then that's handy. The other thing they're offering to for NBN customers... Is their Vodafone Wi-Fi booster, basically a range extender? So it can handle uh, the Wi Fi booster can handle up to thirty-two Wi-Fi enabled devices at the same time. Pretty handy. Priced at 180 bucks or add another five bucks a month to your what to your plan. That mobile landline feature, that's also five bucks a month. Uh, Vodafone TV is $144 outright or $4 a month. So see how you can package your plans here? Five bucks here, four bucks there. So if you want to p- pump up your plan, you you can do it. Uh, And it helps you if you want to do that over 24 months, 12 months, 24 months, or 36 months. That choice is up to you. But it is a month-to-month proposition nonetheless. Vodafone on the NBN. If you want to read more about that, check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide Now.
1: All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech.
0: Our Tech Guide interview is actually a follow-up to our, our little segment we had last week about the Oppo R15 Pro and the Find X we caught up with OPPO Executive Director Michael Tran. He actually, he was the person who made the announcement of the Find X over in Paris at the Louvre, uh, and he joined us to talk about not only the new and highly anticipated Find X smartphone, but also the new R15 and R15 Pro as well. And here's what he had to say earlier. Well, Michael, thanks for joining me. We're uh, here to chat about the R15 Pro. And, of course, we'll get to the Find X. And I understand you presented, so you unveiled the Find X to the world. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. I unveiled the Find X to the world on the 19th of um,
1: June in Paris in the Louvre um, and also to announce our um, entrance into the European market.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so up until now, Oppo phones had not been sold in Europe, so Yeah, we weren't available in Europe. Uh, we, are, we were available
1: online, however, um, this is our first time where we're entering with four pilot countries, so France, Italy, the Netherlands and Spain. Um, and also, it's just a, a great opportunity to get um, more users to use our device.
0: And the, well, well, let's, we'll talk about the findex in a minute, but the, the phone that's going to be available sooner is the R15 and the R15 Pro. Tell us a little bit bit about those, and I understand they're also going to be available through the Telcos for the first time.
1: Yes, that's correct. Uh, So, the R15 Pro is uh, the device that we'll be hearing. It has a uh, dual camera on the back, so 16 plus 20 megapixel and a 20 megapixel front-facing camera. Another thing about this device is that it's our first uh, water-resistant device in the Australian market. Also, it has NFC, and the screen quality is uh, amazing, and also the design of the device. It's our our first uh, glass uh, design in our our mobile device. And all all three carriers, Vodafone, Optus, and Telstra, will be ranging this device. So the main differences are with the R15 Pro, it has the water resistance and also the NFC in it. Um, another thing is the chipset processor and the R15 Pro, you've got a Snapdragon 660 while in the normal R15, you've got a MTK chipset. Uh, and also the camera quality, um, uh, the megapixels is different on, on both devices. Yeah. And you
0: you mentioned so all three carriers are going to range this is this, this is that the first time that you, that's happened for an Oppo device?
1: Yes, it's the first time for us to have um, a this device on all three networks. Uh, I think for us, we're very excited to see how this performs in the market, um, and gauging by the feedback we're getting, it's going to be hopefully do very well.
0: I noticed that your products are labelled camera phone.
1: <laughs> we want to be known as the the camera phone. Um, you know, as consumers, you're carrying your mobile device everywhere and you want to make sure you're able to use your phone to capture amazing photos. So why not own that camera phone space? Um, And, you know, we just announced the Find X in Paris, which has uh, an amazing camera
0: hidden in the phone. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that. Great segue there, mate. Let's talk about the Find X and this is, well, is it the first phone to have a hidden camera? Is that fair to say that? Because the, the camera, just for those who haven't read my stories on Tech Guide, the, the camera slides out of the, the middle of the phone to, for the front and back camera.
1: I would say we'd be the first phone to have the front and back camera hidden. Uh, I think for us, the design was so important. Um, as you probably are aware, in the market, the notch screen is so popular. We wanted to make a full screen device uh, and hide the camera inside the phone. And our screen ratio in the body is over 93%. So it's quite an achievement to to do this to a
0: device. Okay, so we're not going to see the Find X, though, till August. And... This is your flagship device, so what can we expect uh, in the market? Are, are you expecting a lot of demand for this product?
1: Um, from what we've heard or seen uh, since the launch of the Find X last week is that uh, consumers are very interested in this phone, m- mostly wanting to see the device and see how the camera setup works. Mm-hmm. Um, we are launching it in August. Um, and we'll make sure that it's competitive in the market against all the other flagships. And this is the first flagship that we've launched within four years.
0: Tell us how you think you'll go against those bigger brands.
1: I think for us, um, this device uh, will show what OPPO can do in a flagship device uh, and also to tell con- show consumers what we'll be bringing to the future. And if this is what we've created now, I can't, uh, can't wait to see what we bring in the next uh, year or so.
0: The, let's talk about the, the mechanism. So there's, this is a camera that, a phone that has a camera that slides up out of the middle of the phone. And how long is that going to take? Is it a, is it going to be people going to be waiting around for it? And how sturdy is that mechanism? Because you think about it, we carry our phones everywhere with us. So how is it going to perform? Well,
1: you know, the camera pops up in under a second. Um, You use the camera to also unlock the device. It's really fast and very simple. Uh, In terms of durability, we've tested it over 300,000 times, having the camera pop up and down, uh, as if the camera is actually blinking at you. Um, You know, average consumer uses uh, their camera um, about 150 times a day. So with our testing, uh, it will last over five years' worth of news.
0: Okay, well, the Find X, looking forward to seeing that, but... For the moment, we've also got the R15 and the R15 Pro, so plenty of exciting things happening for Oppo. Appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Uh, thank you. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec.
0: The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Well, you already know Arlo by Netgear, the worldwide leader in smart home security and creator of the world's first 100% wire-free weatherproof HD security camera. Well, now you can get to know the new Arlo Pro 2 with even more features including two-way audio that allows you to talk to your pets, your kids or whoever's at the front door, right from your smartphone. Arlo Pro has quick charge, rechargeable batteries, night vision and live on-demand streaming, and yes, still 100% wire-free and weatherproof, so you can easily monitor your entire property inside and out. Arlo Pro takes just a few minutes to set up so you can check in on your home or your business from anywhere using the free Arlo app on your phone, tablet or computer. Know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recordings for seven days. Visit arlo.com forward slash au for more information. Arlo and the new Arlo Pro by Netgear. Every angle covered. Now. A Tech guide review with Stephen Fennick. On to our reviews this week. We've got some interesting reviews this week, and we're going to kick it off with a device that I didn't actually review. A, uh, a my brother-in-law actually reviewed this. Uh, he is a sleep apnea sufferer. His name's Anthony. Anthony McFadden. He uh, wrote the review for us on Tech Guide. Uh, This is a device, ResMed, the Air Mini is the product, and this is the world's smallest device of its kind to help sleep apnea sufferers. Now, for those of you listening who don't know what sleep apnea is. You may you may have heard of it. Maybe your partner has it. Someone you know has it. Someone in your family has it. Sleep apnea is a condition where your airways partially or fully close while you're sleeping, and this prevents oxygen from reaching your lungs. Now, your brain, in defense of of this, pumps adrenaline into your body to breathe again so you're this is this constant fight throughout the night this process it 's called an apnea can occur hundreds of times during the night, so the result is you' never ever get into that deep that deep sleep that that's, that's, that's meant to revive regenerate you it's a really the, the deep sleep is is the most important sleep you can get and if you you 're an apnea sufferer then you 're going to wake up tired so what sleep apnea sufferers do is Use what they call a CPAP device, which is CPAP is short for continuous positive airway pressure. So this is a mask that they wear, and this forces the airways to remain open, so that uh, the, it provides air under pressure into your airways via that facial mask. Now sleep apnea is there. There have been CPAP devices around for quite a long time. What is a standout for the ResMed, the Air Mini, is it is the smallest CPAP on the market. It only weighs 300 grams. It's about the size of a smartphone. When you're, There's a picture on TechGuide uh, that Anthony provided. He, uh, he, he sort of showed us a picture there for some scale. He also took a photo of the Air Mini next to his older CPAP device, the regular machine, which is about five to six times larger than the ResMed Air Mini. Now, Anthony is a Qantas pilot, so he travels a lot. So he needs to take this with him wherever he goes. Now, when he travels, having to pack that massive, uh, the, the the older CPAP device used to fill up half his suitcase. Well, not anymore. The ResMed Air Mini, it can now be fit inside a small case uh, that he can take anywhere with him. Uh, so it, it, it helps him get a good night's sleep throughout the night Uh, the, the mask that comes with it puts that pressure in his airways. So it's a really handy solution. Uh, the, other, the thing that he that he mentioned about this in his review is that it makes the same sort of it's as loud. Uh, it, it's it's not the, a, a dead quiet machine. It is as noisy as the larger unit. So in terms of the the sound, you're not getting any any benefit uh, any any improvement with uh, the ResMed. But the biggest improvement is just the sheer size of the unit that allows uh, that that allows him to then pack it up really small into his suitcase. Whenever he travels, and even at home, it's only it's by his bed bedside table, so it's not taking up too much space. Uh, the other thing too, he said that is uh, the, there there is also a waterless humidification. There's a small cartridge that that converts the exhaled air air into humidity returns it to the user, so you're not, having, you're not waking up with dry mouth all the time, so it helps you keep, keep that as well. Uh, that is, that is a, a useful feature too. He did mention in his review that uh, he, didn't, he sleeps predominantly when he travels in hotel rooms with the dry air-conditioned air, so he's used to having little humidity. So uh, it is good that that mask provided, provided that solution for him with that waterless humidification. Uh, we, we already mentioned that the, the CPAPs aren't exactly whisper quiet, so uh, that, that's, there's no improvement there uh, in terms of noise level. The CPAP also does have a companion app. So it allows you to check your score for the week. You get a, a sleep score, your My Air score. It tells you your usage hours. Uh, it tells you how many events occurred per hour, how many times it had to come into play. Uh, so you can sort of monitor all that information and even share it with a sleep specialist if you have to. So all this data that's gathered, you can actually share that with a doctor to uh, to, to see where you're at with, with, uh, with your sleep apnea the resmed air mini it's it's two thousand one hundred dollars that's a recommended retail price but we have seen it priced online for about sixteen hundred and ninety five dollars so it is a bit cheaper than when uh, than the recommended retail price uh in many places that we checked on the internet but uh the resmed air mini cpap uh it is a solution for sleep apnea sufferers the smallest product to help sleep apnea sufferers our complete review if you want to read that is at techguide.com.au
1: tech guide this
0: is tech guide with stephen Finnick. next up we're talking vacuum cleaners and in this case we're talking about the roid me F8 Storm, and that's ROID spelled R-O-D-M-I, a Chinese company. They're actually a uh, company, a member company of the well-known Chinese smartphone brand Xiaomi. Very popular phone in in China. Uh, this product, the Roidme F8 Storm, is available through their Indiegogo page. That's their crowdfunding page. Now, their initial target of ten thousand dollars was beaten, was exceeded by three thousand two hundred and forty five percent. So, this product is a goer. We know that because we received one to review. Now we're talking here about a cordless smart vacuum cleaner that I'm not going to call it a Dyson killer. That'd be unfair. It's a Dyson Challenger. It, It isn't as good as a Dyson, but it's not far off it. In terms of suction, still got 115 watts of suction power through its 100,000 RPM digital motor. It's got a battery that actually outlasts the Dyson, runs for up to 55 minutes. Very lightweight, lots of attachments, so small and light enough to use anywhere around the house and in your car. It does have a a nice all-white design. There's a 270-degree curved handle as well, so you can get numerous grips on the device, so you can grip it comfortably. Uh, is also, I mentioned it's a smart vacuum, so there is a c- companion app that links via Bluetooth so you can check things like your battery power, your filter capacity, and even get a notification when it's time to empty the bin. The app will even tell you how many calories you've burned while you're cleaning, so you get credit for your cleaning calories. We love that. Uh, we reviewed it and we, we vacuumed our living areas, our four bedrooms, did all of that. And the 55-minute battery charge was a, was a treat, lasted the whole time. And like a Dyson, there is a max mode on here and the suction increases dramatically, but guess what? Your battery only runs for about ten minutes. So if it's a short, sharp, clean, max is you go. But uh, if you want to clean the whole house, you need to keep it at the normal the normal mode, which was still good. And the way I know it's good is that I put it to the ultimate test. I've got two dogs, I've got two Dalmatians, Ziggy and Logan. And I have chocolate-coloured carpet in my house. And their short little white hairs are easily visible on the carpet. If I can vacuum them up and you not see them anymore on my carpet, that's a good vacuum cleaner. And that's exactly what the ROIDME F8 Storm did. The suction works. It did a great job. Powered through those little hairs. Powered through everything. The dustbin. The the only downside I can tell you is that it it is as noisy as a Dyson. So it's not a whisper-quiet thing. And you've got to you've got to empty the bin quite often because it's, the suction is so good. Uh, you, you you vacuum one room, you've got to probably if you haven't vacuumed for a while, you've got to empty the bin straight away. Pretty good deal there. Uh, this is a device a uh, product that's going to be available. It's got all these attachments with the two, by the way, so you can do hard floors, carpets. Uh, it's going to be priced at this is US dollars two hundred eighty nine bucks. Works out to be about three eighty five Australian dollars. Uh, that is still pretty cheap, noticeably cheaper than a Dyson V8, which is about $550. Uh, Australian customers can now order the ROIDME F8 Storm on their Indiegogo page. I've linked it on my story on TechGuide. Really a value device here, does a great job and you get a, pretty good quality cordless vacuum cleaner that is it is way cheaper than buying a dyson well worth checking out if you want to read our complete review you can check that out at techguide.com.au next up we're talk- at evernorth health services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible now, the laws have changed, ladies and gentlemen. July 1 was a couple of days ago, and now there are laws to say that if anyone touching their phone, big trouble, you're going to lose points, you're going to get fined, there's going to be all kinds of drama, so it's not worth taking that risk. Get a phone holder, and this the, the Basius 10-watt Qi wireless car charger uh, and phone holder is definitely an option. This is a product that kind of kills two birds with one stone. It is a phone holder, so it attaches to your car's air vent, your air conditioning vent, and has an interesting little linkage design, which means the side and the base automatically grip your phone when your phone's placed on, on inside the, the holder. So no matter what size your phone is, but if it's a four-inch or up to six-and-a-half-inch phone, this will fit in the device. And it's a wireless charger as well. So it uses Qi charging. That's spelled Q-I. So it's got a Qi wireless charger on board, which means it can handle the iPhone 10, the iPhone 8, the iPhone 8 Plus, the, all the Samsung Galaxy phones from a few years ago, and uh, and also the Note 8 as well. So any phone that can handle wireless charging the, it will fit in this holder. Clips into the car's air vent, as I said. That design grips onto it. And so that means the side and the base are automatically gripped when it's inside. So you can hold it in place and charge it at the same time. And it's also smart enough to prevent overheating. There, are, there is technology built in so that you can prevent uh, over-voltage, under-voltage, there's temperature control, surge protection. It also knows to stop the trickle charge when the battery's phone reaches 100%. So it's a safe product to use as well. We tested the device with our iPhone 10, with the Galaxy S9, the Galaxy Note 8. Worked great, even with a cover on the phone. Uh, really, really handy. So held in place and being charged at the same time, that's a pretty good deal if you ask me. This product is available from, uh, there's a website called lululook.com. Uh, we reviewed the product, and you can order the device from the site. It's only $35.40. That's Australian dollar value. Uh, that does allow you to convert that to Australian dollars. You do have your choice also free shipping. If you want to get it here fast, you can pay a few bucks for that as well. But still, a pretty good price, $35 for a, not only a car holder, but also a wireless charger. I think that's a pretty good deal if you ask me. The Baseus 10-watt Qi, wireless car charger, phone holder. Uh, if you want to read that complete review, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Public Wi-Fi is popular. We all use it. We're at airports, cafes, restaurants. We're loving our public Wi-Fi. But guess what? It isn't always safe, and if you don't have the right protection, your personal information could become public. There's been plenty of examples of vulnerabilities that show that attackers can intercept your data transmitted across a Wi-Fi network. Personal information that is shared over the internet or stored on your connected devices, things like your passwords, credit card numbers and more, could become vulnerable all this personal information can be used against you whether it's identity theft or accessing your bank accounts without your knowledge the team at Norton are dedicated to helping you keep your valuable data safe the Norton Wi-Fi privacy encrypts the personal information you send and receive on public Wi-Fi to help keep it private wherever you want to log on help protect your information with Norton Wi-Fi privacy to find out more visit au.norton.com Tech guide. Now answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. A couple of questions on the Tech Guide Help Desk, and you can send us a question through the Tech Guide website. Click on that record button on uh, Tech Guide, that will allow you to record your question, and I will play it here on the podcast. So don't be shy. We want to hear your voice on the show. Uh, we did have a couple of questions from on email, sent to us by, on email. Uh, one was about 4K discs, uh, and 4K discs, she asked if they can be played on a Blu-ray player. Uh, the answer to that is no. 4K players can play not only 4K discs, but also Blu-ray discs and DVDs. And the thing with 4K discs is they are region-free. So if you do purchase, as I do, 4K movies in the US and other parts of the world, you can bring them home and they will play fine on your 4K player. But often there is also the Blu-ray disc movie inside the 4K case as well. You normally get the Blu-ray version and 4K. There may be a chance the Blu-ray version, if it isn't an all-region disc, may not play in your Blu-ray player. But the 4K movie, if you've got a 4K player, not a problem. It will play because it is region free. We did also have another question from a reader interested in protecting their car, and they said uh, they asked if there are any dual camera uh, dash cams, and the answer to that is yes. We are looking right now at the iGo Cam 50R from Uniden, our our uh, uniden.com.au. They are offering this product. It offers a front facing camera and also a rear facing camera so you can keep an eye on both ends of your car. It does also have parking mode, so you know you can see if someone is backed into your car accidentally or driven into your car, you'll be able to, this system will wake up and see exactly what's going on. And because it's in high definition, that's full HD, 1080p, you can make out things like number plates, make and models of cars. So if they don't leave a note, you've got some evidence there to get, uh, get in touch with them so they can repair the damage. Uh, yes, we've written about I'd, I'd, in, uh, i iUniden, iGo cameras on TechGuide and also written plenty about 4K movies at techguide.com.au. That is the end of our show for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. You can read about everything that we've talked about, of course, at techguide.com.au. If you want to get in touch, look for that record button on the TechGuide website. You'll see it there. And if you want to go old school, send us an email. bites will get preference, though. A special thanks, too. We want to give a shout-out to Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you for listening. We do value your listenership. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.